Hello, and welcome to the Wherever You Go podcast. My name is Sam Bauer, and I'm a wife, mom, business owner, and lover of Jesus. My goal through my podcast is to encourage my listeners to follow the dreams in their heart and become the person that God created you to be. So sit back, grab a coffee or a tea, and prepare to be encouraged. Good morning, friends, and thanks for listening. I'm so glad you're here, and if you like this podcast, you're enjoying listening to it, it means so much to me if you would share it with a friend, uh, leave a comment on whatever platform it is that you're listening, and help other people to find me. I would just be very flattered and um, appreciate it so much as we work hard to get the word out to other people. Um to help inspire them to follow the dream in their heart and to become the people that God created us to be. And today I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk about this idea that is becoming very popular um, and has been over the last, I don't know, 10, 20 years of self-help and um, all the different things that come along with that. Um, I want to start with... um, encouragement to anybody out there who is like me, you know, and if you're listening to this podcast, I think you're one of those people who is continuously uh, trying to better themselves, trying to become the best version of themselves and so that we can serve God the best way that we can and um, so that we can become the person that God created us to be. And in the self-help genre, I guess is what you could call it. There's a lot of great information. There's a lot of uh, great podcasts and books and um, like YouTube videos and social media around self-help. And there are also some really things that are not God-centered. There are a lot of um, things that are the opposite of God-centered and Christ-centered. And in my journey for the past few years is I've really been doing a deep dive into myself and growing closer to God and really diving into the Bible. I have learned a lot and I've grown a lot and I've also been uncomfortable a lot, not just because of my growth, because growth is not comfortable, right? That's things that are going to pull and tug and stretch you. Um, but also some discomfort and some of the stuff that I've read, (laughs) some of the stuff that I've heard and some of the stuff that I've seen. And so I just want to share today with you some encouragement that, um, if you're looking for a good self-help book, (laughs) the best self-help book that you could ever read is the Bible. And, that's because it is filled with the truth. And the truth is that we have everything we need in Christ. We have everything that we need in Christ because our God is sovereign. And what that means is that he created everything. He created the universe and the earth and the plants and the animals and us. He created you. He created a plan for you and for your life that is going to be so much better than anything you could ever come up with on your own, than anything that you can imagine. God already planned out our days. He planned out our steps down to the very second of each day. God already has it planned out for us. And so as children of God, 
we need to find our strength in our courage, in our hope, in God, in God alone. And sometimes I think that as we go down this um, path of like self-development and growth and making sure we're doing all the right things, we come across things that seem good. They seem like they'd be helpful, but they're not they're not Christ-centered. And so I just want to encourage you today just to remember that God provides you with everything that you need to fulfill his plan for your life that is far greater than the plans of this world or the plans that you can come up with on your own. God's plan for you, I guarantee, is a bajillion times greater and a bajillion times better than anything we can think of on our own. And I think sometimes when we get into this like self-help area, and I don't even like the term self-help because my help comes from the Lord. Like it should be God help (laughs) or Holy Spirit help because God sent the Holy Spirit to live in us. Once you accept Christ as your Savior and you accept that Jesus came to the earth to save us from our sins by dying on a cross, by being buried for three days and then rising again, ascending into heaven, and that he's going to come back again to make this world perfect. Once you accept that as your truth and you say, God, this life is yours, take me and use me and, and do whatever it is that you have planned for me, he sends the Holy Spirit to live inside of your heart, to be your helper. And so that is all the help you need is going to come from God and from the Holy Spirit and from Jesus and from the Bible. So I just want to start off with that because I think that this, this um, area of self-help, it's great. You know, there's a lot of good intentions behind it. But again, sometimes it can be a little off and we want to be, be aware of that. Um, unfortunately, There are false prophets out there. There are people that claim to be helpers and even will like pretend that they're agreeing with your faith um, because that's how the devil works, right? He, He comes not always like with horns and a pitchfork. Sometimes he comes looking like really good stuff that, that in our hearts we think are good. Um, but then it turns out that, you know, we were, we were led astray. And so we want to guard our hearts and be protective of the truth. And how we can do that is by putting on the armor of God um, and learning his word and learning what is right by him and following in that. So, so that's kind of the topic I want to touch on today. And I, I wanted to start off with that encouragement because I think it's easy to forget. You know, we start getting into our careers and being parents and being spouses. And we look for all these, you know, ways that we can be a better spouse, that we can be a better parent, that we can do better at our jobs, that we can make more money and we can be more um, comfortable in this world and, and find abundance. Abundance is such a word that's like thrown around in the self-help world that like, you know, and, and God, God gives us abundance. He offers us abundance in Christ. It might not be the same as worldly abundance, but the abundance that God is going to give you is hope and love and joy, true joy, joy that comes even in hard times, even, you know, joy is not the same as happy. 
Um, it can be, it can be, you can be happy and joyful, but you can also find joy and sadness and grief and, and growing. And so that is something that God offers to us through Jesus and forgiveness. You know, the joy of knowing that like, God, even with my faults, even though I do get led astray, even though, you know, sometimes my eyes aren't opened um, the way that, that you would like them to be, that you still love me enough. You still sent Jesus to die for me. And even though I make mistakes, you know, at the end of the day, um, we all make mistakes and we all sin and we all, all mess up. Um, but as long as our heart stance stays that we love Jesus and we accept him as our Christ, we get to come live with you in heaven someday. Um, and so, so my friends, I just wanted to open up with that because, uh, I'm going to go down a couple areas that I've come across in my, in my, uh, growth and development journey that have made me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and that I want to talk about because, I think that they probably make other people uncomfortable and sometimes we just go along with it because that's what everybody else is doing. But um, we got to remember that God called us to be different and God called us to stand up for what's right and what's truthful. And if we see something wrong, um, you know, we're not called to just um, cower in the corner. We're, we're, we're called to stand up for what is the truth and what we believe is the truth. And so um, that's where I'm going today. And I wanted to read um, from 1 John 4, um, 1 through 3, where it says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, but every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in this world. So there's going to be false things out there. There's going to be things that come from the devil that are right in your path that you might not recognize until you get a little bit closer and you start to feel that feeling and you start to realize this is not the truth. And so I really want to challenge you to guard your heart against some of these things. Um, the obvious one there that sticks out obviously is like mediums and psychics. Like if you're, if you're in your growth plan, you, if you're seeking to see the future and you're seeking to um, work with somebody that's, that's of that, um, you know, of that realm, um, I think it's important that you know that not only does that not from God, but God states in the Bible multiple times um, in different areas that those folks are sent from the devil. Um, that is something that you want to steer clear of and um, not participate in because they might say things that are accurate. They might, you know, be able to touch points and, and speak to spirits and do all these things, but we have to understand that is not coming from God. Um, and we have to be very careful about protecting our hearts against that type of a thing because it can be um, compelling to some people, um, especially like if they've lost a loved one and they're connecting to like past spirits and things like that. But, but we have to understand that that is stated in the Bible many times that that is not only not from God, but it is from 
the other side. And so we want to protect ourselves against that stuff. Um, tarot cards and things like that. I've been to some um, things that, events that are stated that they're, um, you know, for personal growth and things like that. So I go and then there's like a, a tarot card person there. And that's not the type of growth that I want to be about. And so I excuse myself politely, of course. Um, but I'm not going to open up myself to something that is not from God. And so that's one of the things. Um, astrology and the universe, I hear a lot of like this thrown around in the self-help world is like, put it out there to the universe and it'll come back to you. Or, you know, uh, one of the, the ideas around that universe thing is um, manifestation. You know, I'm going to claim it in the universe and then it's going to be mine. And um, again, a couple things there with, with the stars in the universe. Um, nothing against the stars in the universe. God made the stars in the universe. So why not, instead of listening to those things, why not pray and listen for God? Um, he is the creator of all things, and he is who we should be listening to, and he is who we should be letting guide us, the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. Um, I don't know, you know, what we would get out of the universe, um, because God created the universe and the stars just like he created us. He actually created us in a better way um, and for better things. So, so again, God created everything. He is sovereign. He, he is who we should be looking to for guidance. And putting it out to the universe is, is fine, I guess, um, if you don't know God, right? But if you know God and you know God created the universe and you know that God is your friend and you can just pray to him and you can just ask him for the things that are on your heart and that if they are part of his will, he is going to give them to you. Um, you know, it might not always be in your timing. It might not always be the way that you want to, to them to come to you, but we don't have to throw things out to the universe or we don't have to read the stars um, and get our horoscope when we can just pray to God and ask him for the things that we want and we can trust in God's plan for us so that we don't have to seek it somewhere else. And that comes back to faith, right? And trusting that God is sovereign. He does know what he's doing. He did create you. He knows your inward parts. He created you in the womb. He knows how many hairs are in your head. And he has a plan for you. He has a plan for every minute of every day. Um, and so he is who we want to seek guidance from. Um, the other thing that I've been made aware of recently is that um, there's like gemstones that you can get, I guess, that um, will help provide things, um, help provide abundance and energy, like different energies and things like that. Um, and I just want to be clear that idolatry is worshiping objects um, and and believing that objects have power to give you strength and give you these things. And that is not from God. Um, the greatest commandment 
is to love God first and not have any other gods before him. And by putting your faith in a rock or a gemstone or like energy in the world, um, that's not putting your faith in God. And so I think that we need to stay away from those things. Um, God is our rock, right? God is our redeemer. And we need to get our strength from the Lord because only he can provide for us and he can provide everything that we need. There's nothing that we need in this life that God can't provide for us. There's nothing in this world that the world can give us that God can't give us and that he hasn't already given to us. And so when you see these things and they're, they're interesting and they're, you know, starry or whatever, and they're, they're going to give you energy, um, just pray about it. Pray to God, you know, about what you need. If you feel like you need more energy, pray to God about it. If you need rest, pray to God about it. If you feel like you need um, strength um, and you want to pray for abundance, pray to God for those things. He is the giver. He is the giver of everything. And he is your helper. And he sent the Holy Spirit to be your helper. So I just really encourage you um, to know that all these things are not from God. Um, manifestation is another one that I've struggled with for years. I've heard about it. I've, um, been at places where they've like done manifestation, like meditations and like all these different things. Um, it's always made me very uncomfortable. And so I've never really participated in it, even though I have been at some seminars where it's been happening. Um, even like vision boards to me, I think that there's some good that comes, right? Like you guys know I'm a huge goal setter. I believe in setting goals, dreaming big, and working hard to achieve those goals. I believe in praying on those goals and asking for God's help to get there. Um, But I don't think that you just put things out into the universe and claim them for yourself and then they happen. I think that you, I mean, part of that is, yeah, like let's set some big goals. Let's Let's figure out what we want in life and what God's put on our heart and let's pray on it and let's work really hard to get there. But I don't think that we put things out on a vision board or out into the universe and claim it and and it just happens. And it doesn't mention manifestation in the Bible at all. I really have done some research on this because it's been something that it's bothered me and I couldn't figure out why and Um, it didn't feel Christ-like to me. So I, you know, wanted to learn as much as I could and, um, do some biblical. And when I say learn as much as I can, I don't mean like I went out and like, I don't know, read books on manifestation, but what I did do was look in the Bible because that's again, the best book that you can ever read for anything (laughs) is the Bible, but especially when you want to find the truth, um, so it doesn't say anything about in the Bible about it, but what manifestation is the idea that you can bring a positive outcome by claiming it and believing it will happen. Um, my problem with manifestation is, one, again, I think that we need to set goals and pray on them, and we need to listen to the Holy Spirit on what is in our heart to achieve. <laughs> um, but with manifestation, a lot of times it's like things that we want. It's the plan that we want to happen. It's, you know, I want this big house and I want this, um, 
a trip that's very specific and I want this amount of money. And so I'm going to put it out there to the world. I'm going to claim that it's mine and it's going to come to me. Um, I think that God's plan is better than yours is. And God's plan is better than mine is. What if what I put on my vision board that I want this like house and I want it to be specific and look like this, what if it's not as good as the one that God has already planned for me? Um, you know, what if that trip or that amount of money is, is what I, you know, what I'm putting out there, but what God has planned is way better. And so I think instead of manifestation, prayer is the answer. I think that we go to God and we say, God, this is on my heart. And if it's your will, let it be done and show me what your plan is for me and reveal yourself to me every second of every day so that I can make sure I'm moving in your direction. I think that if we got to plan out our lives and we got to say exactly the way it was going to work, it wouldn't be as good at all or even close to as good as what God has planned for us. And so a couple points that I just want to make on all of this is that, and I've kind of already made them, so I apologize if this is redundant, but God is sovereign. God created everything, the stars, the sky, the sun, the moon. He created the earth and all of the planets. He created all of the people. He created you, and he didn't just he didn't just make things and then say, let's see how this plays out. He created things with a plan. He knows exactly what he created you for. And he has this magnificent, amazing plan for you in your life. And if you will trust him and embrace that and pray to him and ask for his guidance, he's going to do that for you. The second point as one of my favorite Bible verses that I've probably shared on this podcast and more than half of the episodes, Romans 8, 28, God works all things together for the good of those who love him. God is already working all things together. There's nothing you can do that is going to change that. Even our cruddy times, God's using for our good, even though it's hard to see it in that moment. But God knows what he's doing and we have to trust him and we have to, we have to believe that. The, that leads to the next point that is God's plans cannot be derailed. Um, you know, you can, you can try to manifest something different than God's plans. You can, you know, get your rocks. And I don't know what people do with those, if they just hold them or look at them, or I don't know what they do with them, but do what you do with your rocks. You can, you know, look to the stars for answers. Um, but the truth is that God's plans are God's plans. And there's nothing that's going to happen in this life that is going to derail what his plan is for you. Um, there's nothing that's going to make it happen faster than what his plan is for you. There's nothing that's going to change it. God controls time. He controls your days. He controls everything. And we need to rest in that and find confidence in that and know that we are taken care of. God already has it planned out. And that is amazing. And the last piece of it is that God offers abundant life in Christ. So we talk about abundance. And I think abundance in this world means a whole different thing than abundance in Christ. Knowing 
that our sins are forgiven, that we get to live in heaven someday eternally with the God who created us, that is abundance. And so whatever it is that you're trying to pursue here on earth, whatever um, abundance means to you from a worldly view is just a little teeny tiny drop in the bucket compared to what the abundant life is that you can find through Christ. So I hope that that gives you confidence and that helps to clarify some things when it comes to self-help. Like I said, I don't even love the term self-help. I think that we can't help ourselves. Like to me, self-help can be a discouraging thing because there's no amount of help that we can give ourselves that is better and greater than the help that God is going to give us through the Holy Spirit. And there is nothing greater that we can plan for ourselves that is greater than God's plans for us. And there is nothing inside of us that God hasn't already granted to us. And so sometimes I, you know, you hear these things like reach deep inside yourself and like, like God's already given you everything you need to accomplish what he has planned for you. Sometimes it is a matter of recognizing it. Sometimes it's a matter of, um, you know, praying that God, you know, you, you know, for me, there are days I doubt myself in my business and I'm pretty good at it. But there are definitely days, times actually recently that I felt like, oh man, am I Am I good enough? Do I have what it takes? Do I have the skill set? Do I have the leadership ability? You know, can I motivate people and get them excited and get them on board and 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 share my vision for for my my business with them, God's vision for my business with them, um, and and get them to to want to work with me. Um, but here's the truth, my friends. I have it because God gave it to me. Because God wouldn't have given me this business if He didn't give me what it takes to run it well and to grow it and to do what he wants me to do with it. And it's trusting that sometimes that can be a struggle. And so I just want to encourage you through that. Like you've got everything inside of you that you need to accomplish what God wants you to accomplish here on earth. And that's enough. It is enough. So I want you to think of yourself today and just know I am enough. You know, if God put me in this situation, if he made me a mom or a dad, He's already equipped me with everything it takes to be really good at it, even when I mess up. If God gave me a spouse and a partner, he also gave me everything that I need to help that person, to be that person's helper, because that's what we are as spouses, as, as, as um, married folks. We are that other person's helper, and God's given us everything. He's equipped us with exactly what we need to be for that person, and we need to focus on that and remember that. If God's given you a career or a business to run or people who you manage, God's already given you everything inside of you. He's equipped you with what you need in order to be successful in his eyes. And that's the other piece of it. We need to remember that our success comes in God's eyes, not in the world's eyes, not even in our own eyes sometimes. We need to be striving to be be successful in God's eyes. And how do we do that? by trusting him, by following him, by getting our strength from him, by knowing that he's already equipped us with everything that we need to be successful in his eyes and to fulfill 
the plan that he made for our lives. And then at the end of the day, we need to rest in the knowledge that God's timing is perfect and everything that we accomplish today is exactly what God wanted us to. Even if to us, it feels like we didn't get everything done. Even if to us, it feels like we didn't have a productive day or we made a mistake or we really messed up today. In God's eyes, as long as you're keeping your heart turned towards Him and you're being prayerful and thoughtful about what you're doing and you don't forget that Jesus is the Christ, that Jesus is the Messiah, that we can rest easy knowing that tomorrow we're going to have another chance and God's going to use us again. So with that, I just want to finish today with Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go.